Blog Talk Radio.
with, through the things Tupac was going through, you know, I lived through those things, you know what I'm saying? And even after the death, you know, I researched all the material about Pac and, and his career and his life. And nowhere, no way did Pac date Madonna. It's a fucking lie. And Madonna's saying this because she wants to remain relevant. She wants to continue to, uh, what they say, uh, raise eyebrows and things of that nature. Madonna's a 60-year-old woman almost, old as a motherfucker. Uh, she shows up on these award shows, uh, uh, you know, with Katy Perry trying to kiss her, and then she shows up uh, showing her ass cheeks and wearing all these uh, uh, seductive clothing, and it's getting to be disgusting now. Now, uh, mind you, Madonna used to be hot back in the day. Now, this stuff would have been hot back in the late 80s when she was hot, back in the mid to, I say the early to mid-90s when she was hot. But now old age has creeped up on you, ma. Your grandmother now, almost 60 years old. So it's time to put away these lies and put away all this uh, sexual innuendos and just be a grandmother and just bow out gracefully. You already have a legend. You're already an icon. You know, Madonna is pretty much an icon. She's a legend. So why go out shameful, you know, the way you're going out? And if you can look at these pictures of her now, um, you can see the work she's had done. You can see the old age, the crow's feet, the wrinkles selling in her face. And uh, it's pretty much disgusting. And I just felt like, you know, I've seen, you know, Entertainment Tonight and these things about Madonna on these award shows. I think it was one show they showed on TMZ where she was doing the show and she fell. Uh, she had to have a cane afterwards. I mean, yo, Father Time is caught up with you, ma. You know what I'm saying? Stop this shit. For real. So when you get to the point you lie on a man who's been dead for 20 years, this man has no way to defend himself or, come, or have any comeback. Now, what I will say in defense to, uh, you know, to Pac, and then maybe some way, uh, I guess, to give some type of relevance to what Madonna was saying. And you could find this on Google. You got to do is pull up Pac's old, uh, his last uh, documentary called Resurrection. Now, Pac did mention Madonna. And what Pac said about Madonna when he was locked up in jail, that the only the only time that he ever heard from Madonna when he was locked up in jail, Pac heard from a lot of celebrities that he never met. When Pac went to prison for the, uh, the 1994 rape uh, case, when they sent him up to Rikers Island, Pac said he got letters from Tony Danza from Who's the Boss fame. Uh, he got letters from uh, a lot of celebrities, and uh, including Madonna, uh, was requesting to come see him when he was in prison. Um, so what Pac did, Pac did say that the, the prison guards and the, uh, the officials at the prison uh, system up there in New York City, they said, hey, Madonna is planning to come to see you in the prison. Uh, you might need to take an extra shower. So Pac said, hey, that's how much power that Madonna had had that just the thought of her or just the mention of her might be coming up to the prison to visit Tupac. Uh, you know, the guards had hurried up and gave him an extra shower. And he was like, yo, I appreciate the extra shower, dog. But uh, to make a long story short, Madonna never did go to, to visit him in prison. But, uh, you know, to sit there and lie on a, a you know, a man who's been dead for 20 years, Madonna, you've hit an all-time low. Uh, my, my, my thoughts on this, man, you're old as fuck. Uh, Age, old age is catching up with you. You get wrinkled. You're looking like a grandma that you are. Uh, you know, all the, the, the gyrating around and twerking and shit on stage and licking on other women and stuff. Might have been hot back in 89. Uh, I would say maybe 90, maybe 93. I think, you know, Madonna started going downhill after 95 pretty much as far as looks are concerned. I think the last time her body was looking pretty hot, her face was looking pretty hot, was when she came out with the Vogue shit. And I think the truth for their movies that she had out. Uh, and we all know Madonna, the only black dude that you ever seen her really running around with was Dennis Rock. You know, that or that you know, that bisexual motherfucker. And that was the most greatest relationship ever. But I mean it's you know, to me my final thoughts on this and I'm just gonna move on after I say this, Madonna you hit an all time low to sit here and lie on a man who's been dead for twenty years. And a man in this picture that they showed and nowhere and folks, think about it. Nowhere on Google, nowhere on TMZ will you see any pictures of these two together except at that little event. And even in that picture, it was Gianni, Johnny Versace, Raquel Welch, and Madonna sitting next to Pac at a table, which probably was a picture at some fundraiser somewhere. And she uses that. She uses that as ammunition to say that she used to date Tupac and that she was feeling gangster. Madonna, your old-ass motherfucker, time to hang the shits up. And I applaud you on your career, but bow out gracefully. You're already on top. Bow out gracefully. Don't don't go out like this, B. It's like it's like Jordan, kid. You had a great career. You know, Jordan, you know, 
you know, Jordan, when he hung him up, he kept coming back. And then, you know, the last time before he hung him up, he was looking kind of, you know, frail out there, like Larry Holmes boxing. You know, Larry Holmes was a great fighter, but he just didn't know when to hang him up, and he was looking all flabby and sick at the end. So don't go out like that. Go out right. Don't disgrace yourself like this, Madonna. Word up. And that's that's so righteous news for today. And like I said, if you have any topics that might be worthy of that so righteous, um, feel free to email me, RighteousHustleRadio at Rondell.com. Now, let's introduce the topics for tonight. Um, Today is uh, what they call Easter Sunday. So I'm definitely going to talk on that or why Easter pisses the father off. And I'm going to have a guest tonight. Uh, her name is Keita Model. She's out of Atlanta, Georgia. She's an upcoming uh, beginning model. Uh, she also does a little radio work. Uh, she's going to stop by and uh, tell us about her career, what she has going on. So definitely uh, looking forward to hearing from her. Uh, we've got the chat lines open, uh, the phone lines and the chat rooms open. You can call 646-716-8584. That's 646-716-8584. And, yes, that is a new number. It is also, like I said last week, a new season. And we're also on a new day and a new time. So if you guys didn't know, uh, the new uh, the new schedule is like this, Sunday nights at 9 p.m. That's right, Sunday nights at 9 p.m. So let's go on to this topic of the night on why Easter pisses the father off. Now, you know, many of us today, you know, saying they're celebrating this uh, holiday called Easter. You got people that haven't even been to church all year, but pick this day to go to church. You got people that equate this day to the resurrection of Yeshua Messiah Christ Jesus. But did you know that just the mention of the word Easter and whatever it means pisses the father off? And if you're celebrating Easter with bringing your kids to Easter egg hunts and going to Easter sunrise services and rolling Easter eggs and have Easter egg baskets and Easter egg bunnies, do you know you're bringing a curse on yourself? Do you know you're worshiping, the, you're doing something occultic? And you're pissing the father off, and you're bringing the curse to the you're bringing the curse on yourself and on your family and on your children. You didn't know that, right? Well, let me explain it to you. The word Easter is a transliteration of the Greek word Astari, or the Mesopotamian Ishtar, or the Hebrew form Asterisk. See, folks, these names are the names of goddesses or different pagan gods, or you know, let's just break it down to the simplest form. These are demonic spirits. These words are names for the pagan goddess of fertility. The Old Testament is replete with warnings from God to his people to stay clear of the goddess of Ashtoreth. You may remember that this was one of the major sins of Gideon's father. He had an altar built to this goddess. God instructed Gideon to destroy it. Sadly, this same altar still exists in many churches as Easter, complete with the celebration of fertility, with business of eggs, baskets, and flowers. The resurrection of Jesus often takes a back seat in many Christian homes and churches to the celebration of the spring season through the goddess of Easter or Ishtar. Let me just stop right there. The word is not pronounced Easter, it's Ishtar. Ishtar, let me break that down as a demonic spirit. It was a goddess that was worshipped. Matter of fact, a bear worship or the sun god or the god of fertility. The one who can make women pregnant. And uh, what happens on this day, it was celebrated, this God was celebrated by, uh, people would go up to a certain spot and worship this God and bring sacrifices. They would, uh, what they have, uh, rituals where they would fuck, uh, they would try to get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And the, the people would have eggs. They would roll the eggs on the ground, uh, symbolizing fertility. And the bunny was worshipped, uh, brought about the sexual aspect of it. So what they'll do, they'll gather and have this uh, service to dedicate to this uh, demonic spirit, Ishtar or the sun god. And what they do, like I said, they'll be having an orgy. They'll be fucking, uh, trying to get the women to be trying to get pregnant. It'll be a, it'll be a big orgy going on. And what they'll do, they'll roll eggs, uh, and they'll have to bring the bunny in to represent the fucking aspect of it. So pretty much it was uh, an occultic ritual. You know what I'm saying? And this uh, so so happened to get tied in with the church. But it is the Passover. That's right. The Passover is really what you're supposed to be celebrating. As a matter of fact, Passover was Friday uh, going into Saturday. Uh, we've called the Passover. And that's what you're supposed to call these services, not Easter service, not resurrection, but Passover. And I'll explain what the Passover means in a minute. But uh, to continue on with this little uh, article here, the Roman Catholic Church adopted the Asherah worship, and named it Easter around 155 A.D., according to the Catholic Encyclopedia. Easter was named after a pagan goddess, 
of the Anglo-Saxons named Eostor and the goddess of the dawn. Many historians believe that evidence is strong, as Easter is the same as Ishtar or Ashtoreth. A great controversy between the Catholic Church and the Greek Orthodox Church in 325 A.D. on whether to celebrate Easter on Sundays or whether, excuse me, or whether the day the Jewish Passover fell upon. And I just talked about Passover. Unfortunately, the Greeks lost a lot of followers. And the Catholics contended that keeping Easter on Sundays would stimulate the practices of both the Christian world and the pagan worshippers. Hence, since the original practice of Asherah worship, we now have our time in the celebration of Easter, a counterfeit holiday to the true Christian festival of the Passover, which was instituted in the Bible and completed the New Testament when Christ died on the cross as our Passover lamb. Stop right there for a moment. That goes back to what I just said. It is the Passover that we're supposed to be celebrating. And even right now, as I speak, if you turn to ABC, they're showing this movie called The uh, Ten Commandments, the old-time movie. They show it every time this year, uh, starring Charlton Heston. And But pretty much that movie depicts what we're supposed to be celebrating this time of year. That movie is not about the resurrection of Christ. Nowhere in the Bible does the Lord tell us to, to make a one-year celebration to his uh, death and crucifixion. He says to believe in his death and crucifixion, but not to celebrate it once a year. What he does say in the book of Exodus 12, and you can Google Exodus 12, you can grab your Bible, you can read Exodus 12 on your own time. It explains what you're supposed to be doing this time of year. Uh, what, it, what we do supposed to be celebrating is when Moses, uh, the Lord led Moses to free the children of Israel from the bondage of the evil Pharaoh in Egypt. Uh, what the Lord did, he brought plagues on the Egyptians. He brought a plague of flies. He brought a plague of lice, all kind of plagues. He turned the water blood, blood red. He brought all kind of plagues upon the Egyptians uh, for holding the children of Israel in bondage. And he used the hand of Moses to do that, eventually leading Moses to split the Red Sea. And the children of Israel cut through the Red Sea uh, into the wilderness. And then the, uh, the armies of Egypt chased after them, and the Lord killed them all in that flood. And without a flood, the Lord killed them all in the Red Sea. Uh, after he freed him from bondage. But on the night of Passover is when the Lord instructed Moses and the children of Israel to strike the blood post, strike the doorpost of your house with blood. When I see the blood, the death angel will pass over all these doors. That, that commemorates the Lord passing over, you know, saving the children of Israel. But all the people of Egypt, all the devil worshippers of Egypt, they didn't have the blood on their doorpost, and all their firstborn died that night. It's all in Exodus 12. And that's the reason for this time of year. We're supposed to celebrate that if you're a Christian, folks. You're celebrating your freedom from bondage. How the blood of Yeshua Messiah is the door, covers the doorpost of your life. Just like back in the days in the Old Testament, in the book of Exodus, when the Lord told them boys, uh, them Hebrew boys or the Israelites, the Lord instructed Moses to tell them to strike a lamb's blood on the doorpost, you know, on the front, you know, around your doorframe. And at 12 o'clock midnight, I'm going to destroy the Egyptians, but when I see the blood on your door, I'm going to pass over you. Every door that had the blood over it, everybody was the firstborn was still alive. But every door that didn't have the blood over it, the firstborn in that house died, even down to the king of Egypt, who was Pharaoh himself. And like I said, if you're, you know, looking at TV right now, uh, I think it's on ABC, uh, the movie called The Ten Commandments that comes on every Easter, uh, depicting what we're really supposed to be celebrating this time of year. So, you know, every year I come out with this type of uh, program, the type of broadcast, man, the type of, you know, to kind of remind people or even people who did not know. Uh, if you're in a church that celebrates Easter, get out of it. If you're in a church that uh, promotes rolling Easter eggs and Easter bunnies, get out of it. If you're buying Easter egg bunnies and stuff like that for your kids, stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're putting the curse on yourself. You know, you're going after the pagan God. And now I'm going to break it down before I go to break and talk about what the bunny uh, and the eggs represent. And I believe I touched on that, but uh, sometimes the article or the teaching can further, uh, you know, bring it, you know, drive the point home. But anyway, bunny and the egg. The rabbit is well known as a sexual symbol of fertility. In various parts of the world, religions, which developed from Babel, also associate the rabbit with curiosity, both human and lunar. Egypt and China, for instance, as you may remember, the mother goddess Samirius, which is Easter, is associated with the moon. In other words, the Easter bunny symbolizes the mother goddess. Annual springtime fertility rituals are associated worship of the mother goddess and Tammuz, the reincarnation of her husband. Most 
children and families who color or hide Easter eggs as part of their Resurrection Sunday tradition have no knowledge of the origin of these traditions. Easter egg activities have become a part of Western culture. When I say Western culture, I mean this country, the United States. Many will be surprised and even dismayed to learn where the traditions originated. Now on to the egg. The egg was a sacred symbol among the Babylonians. They believed an old fable about an egg of wondrous size, which was supposed to have fallen from heaven into the Euphrates River. From this marvelous egg, according to ancient history, the goddess Ashtaroth, or Ishtar, or Easter, was hatched. And so the egg came to symbolize the goddess Easter, or Ishtar. The idea of a mystic egg spread from Babylon to many parts of the world. In Rome, the mystic egg preceded processions in honor of the mother goddess Roman. The egg was part of the sacred ceremonies of the mysteries of Bacillus. The Druids used the egg as their sacred emblem. In Northern Europe, China, and Japan, the eggs were colored for their sacred festivals. The egg was also a symbol of fertility, as I said before. Ishtar was the goddess of fertility. The Easter egg is a symbol of the pagan mother goddess, and it even bears one of her names. If you are a Christian, it is not difficult to discern the bizarre deception and confusion that is successfully orchestrated. See, Satan and the devil, he's behind this shit. For example, notice the embarrassing irony of these traditions, which are practiced innocently by most people year after year. Because they have become traditional in their origins, is unknown to many. On the day commemorating Jesus' resurrection, Americans rolled decorated eggs on the White House lawn and pretended the Easter rabbit hit them. The same ritual was practiced in some Christian churches. This must surely give Satan, the great deceiver, some twisted life. He seduced millions into worshiping people and other created things instead of the true creator. Through the millennia, mankind has been easily seduced into participating in every type of perversion. The seductive symbols of ancient ungodly religions inspired by Satan has been incorporated into people's lives every day, even to this day, continuing to obscure the truth of God Often it happens. Often this happens because we willingly let it happen, selfishly and foolishly. We are all like sheep who have gone astray. And I'm gonna stop right there. And that's pretty much the uh, the mo of the devil or Satan or Lucifer. And he uses these uh, ways to fool people into worshiping him, into giving sacrifices to him. And it's going on not only with the Easter thing, but also in the music and the entertainment industry. Also with this worshiping of planets, worshiping of Pluto, worshiping of the sun, carrying around rosaries, carrying around good luck charms for help, uh, doing yoga, uh, any type of a Buddhist chant, all kind of uh, candle burning techniques for fame, candle burning techniques for money, any type of thing, any type of a blood drinking ceremony, drinking virgin's blood, things of that nature, things that you see entertainers and these rap stars doing, homosexuality packs, joining these fertility, joining these uh, college fraternities. AKAs, captors, uh, the, the, whatever they call these motherfuckers on these college campuses. And if you're part of these things, get out of them. You know what I'm saying? All you see is the dancing and the step shows, and that's the attractive thing of it. But behind closed doors, what goes on is a lot of chanting, a lot of devil worship, a lot of witchcraft, a lot of satanic rituals, a lot of homosexuality to get in. If you're a dude and you want to be popular with the girls, yeah, you want to join the fraternity. But they don't tell you these niggas in the fraternity will fuck you in the ass to initiate you in. You lose your manhood. Plain and simple. How do I know this stuff? I have family members involved in this shit. I have family members from Masons. I dabble in the black arts. I know about this shit. But the worst, biggest slap in the face to Yeshua Messiah is this Easter thing. It's pagan. It's occultism at its finest. So like I said, folks, and before I wrap this up and go to break, because uh, we do have the key to model on, uh, like I said, uh, we're going to try to get in touch with her. I don't know if she's in the queue or not, but uh, we'll get that straightened out after the break. But like I said, folks, if you're in a church that still celebrates this Sunday as Easter, get out of that church. If you're in a church that calls it Resurrection Sunday and not what it's supposed to be called, which is the Passover, which is about Exodus 12, about when Moses split the Red Sea and freed the children, not Moses, but when God led Moses to split the Red Sea and lead the children out of Israel, out of bondage from Egypt. That's what we're supposed to be celebrating in this weekend, not no resurrection of Christ. He never said to, to, to celebrate that. He said to believe in it. You know what I'm saying? But he did say every year to celebrate the Passover, when the angel of death passed over you by the blood of Yeshua Messiah. You know what I'm saying? 
and to any witch or wizard or Easter worshiper or Christian person who do witchcraft to try to get people in their church at the sound of my voice, you're going to be cursed. And if you want to come at me, you're going to be cursed again. You might die. Plain and simple. Father ain't playing in 2015. I will reach where I'm supposed to reach. Righteous hustle will get where it's supposed to get to over the dead bodies of its enemies. Now we're going to take a break and we come back. Hopefully, and I mean hopefully, we'll have Key, the model, an up-and-coming model here in the Atlanta area who wants to talk about her career. Matter of fact, I do see her waiting in the wings. This is Righteous Hustle Radio with the King. I'll be back after this. Change only 19 and I'm in the range of my come off the front page. I get it. I get it. 
Like I'm trapping out the bando. She favor her least keys, but she don't play the piano. Don't call me by my government. Call me King Greg Ho. Left for a little while, 
had some stuff going on, but um, I came back, and now I'm working on my career again. I'm in school right now. Um, I go to Full Sail University. I graduated in May um, in entertainment business, so I want to open up a few businesses of my own. Um, yeah, but you said you said you was in the military. What branch you was in? Army. The Army. All right, well, shout out, man. Thank you for your service, you know what I'm saying, you know. And our righteous also do give props to anybody who served these armed forces, man, protecting our country right here. You know what I'm saying? This is God's country, you feel me? So uh, tell us, uh, Keith, you know what I'm saying? What projects are you, do you have out right now? Uh, tell me what you got going on as far as modeling, as far as, uh, you know, broadcasting. Uh, tell me exactly what, tell our people who listen, what is it that you have going on? Um, well, I'm a co-host over at another radio station. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's Monday through Friday. So um, Monday through Friday is Ares Atlanta. Um, I do that from, well, it's from 2 to 6, but I come on from 4 to 6. Um, also, I just did some features in Yes, Yes Magazine, Addictive Magazine, and Cache Mag. Um, Cache Mag is an online magazine. Um, you can get a hard copy of Yes, Yes Magazine. Um, as well as our Cache Magazine online. Um, you can actually go to web, my website and get the link uh, on Facebook, as well as on Instagram at Keita Model. And my Facebook is Keita Model as well. That's K-E-Y-D-A-M-O-D-E-L. Um, and I got a few other things. to do it and she was kind of shy she didn't want to do it by herself this was in like 06 and she asked me to go to a casting with her and I went and she didn't get picked <laughs> they picked me um they asked me to do it they asked me if I wanted to do it I said yeah I um ended up doing it I enjoyed it I had fun um I actually started off wanting just writing music like I was in the background just writing music I never really wanted to model but it's actually something that just happened and I ended up enjoying it, so I just kept doing it. Okay, well put, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, tell our listeners, man, what separates you from any other chick on Instagram trying to be a model? Because everybody, be, everybody on Instagram think they're a model, man. Everybody, any chick post picture on Instagram on Facebook think they're models now, you know what I'm saying? What separates you from the rest of them? You know what I'm saying? Why should we be like, take you seriously in this joint? I mean, I guess I just carry myself different. Um... I'm not one of these chicks on here or, you know, I, I see it's a lot of strippers. All of a sudden they models and all that stuff. That's not what I've been into. This is something I, I've been doing for a while. I'm not um, out here just Instagram popping. It's actually something I want to do. I'm not. I'm in school for entertainment business. I plan on going um, to school and actually taking, you know, doing, taking out my line. I, I want to go to, uh, I'm actually going to put in for um, Cynthia's. You know, my, you know, to get in Cynthia um, Bailey's agency in Atlanta, I'm not just doing this like this is not just something I'm doing for fun. I actually want to do it. Um, I don't strip. I don't do porn. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not on IG trying to be IG famous. I'm actually trying to work. So I think that separates me because a lot of people just do it for for attention. I'm not doing it for attention. That's not what I'm in it for. Okay, so what work have you actually done? I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? As far, I know you mentioned a couple of online magazines. I mean, have you done videos? I mean, have you done uh, I have, some runways? I have done a couple of, yeah, I have done a couple of videos for some indie artists. Um, Prada Sinatra and, um, you know, a few other artists that I've, uh, Andy, um, Andy Guns. I've been in a few videos for them, um, but... Right now, I've been doing a lot of mags, and I've done a couple. Uh, I, I've done an artistic book um, with M.A. Um, Michael Anderson. Um, I've I've only been in one uh, runway show, and that was a while ago. As I said, I've only been back and been back at it for about a year, um, year and a half. So um, I haven't really done anything any runway since I've been back. But that is something that I'm looking to get in as well. Um, 
I mean, and I've been taking some acting. I've done some little skits you can find on YouTube with Lance Caramillo. Um, but as far as I've done a lot of background writing as far as music, but as far as modeling, that's about it for for me right now. Oh, you do sound like you are, you know, very, um, you know, ambitious about the craft. You know, you're going to school, you know what I'm saying, you know, and um, you're doing necessary steps that it takes, you know what I'm saying, to learn about the business. You know what I'm saying? To learn about the craft, so that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me ask you this question, man. How can, you know, you explain to, you know, my female listeners who may tune in, you know, some people don't listen live. They listen to it after the fact on the archives. You know, this episode will always be on the website. So if any young lady, you know, happen to listen to this broadcast and they want to do what you did to get in the mall and tell them, how can they go about doing that? You just got to meet the right people, first off. And you got to be careful about who you associate with. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have done or didn't want to do because I felt like it was beneficial for my career. And um, you and you also, like, you don't have to do that. If you don't feel comfortable doing it, don't do it. If it's something you just don't want to do, you have to stick to what you want to do. Because in the end of the day, if you don't, if you just do what everybody else will you do, and you're not following yourself and sticking to your goals and what you want for yourself, you can mess up your career. Um, you gotta watch what you do. You gotta watch the people you hang with and who you associate with. Um, and you educate yourself. Like always, educate yourself and know how to. Even though you're gonna have people doing certain things for you, make sure you know what's going on. Um, as far as financial and all of that, make sure you make sure you educate yourself and know what's going on behind the scenes as well. Just being pretty and standing in front of the camera is one thing, but you need to make sure that you know what's going on around you because people will they they will play you. I've been in a lot of situations where I've signed contracts that weren't right and weren't right for me, and they did not have my best interest in at hand. So you just got to make sure you on your P's and Q's and that you're doing your research and you look over things. Don't just listen to them and let them throw something out for you and be like, oh, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. you got to actually look over it for you. you got to look out for yourself because nobody's going to look out for you like you're going to look out for you. And I've made a bunch of mistakes trusting people. You can't trust everybody. Um, sometimes yeah, you have to be a bit. Yeah, now, you said about making mistakes. Now, you did mention uh, signing these uh, erroneous contracts, you know what I'm saying? Now, uh, now we hear a lot of these stories about these these chicks that want to be models, uh, saying they made mistakes and a lot of them of a sexual nature, uh, you know, uh, fucking photographers uh, for deals, uh, fucking uh, producers uh, to get in videos, fucking directors and sucking dicks and shit like that. Uh, have you done any of that stuff? No, you would never run into a cameraman and say that I had me. That has never been a mistake that I've made. And um, that's just off the rip, like um, me being in the industry um, and meeting people. I've seen all of that stuff. But, like, I've been around enough to know, like, that's not something I want to do. I've been around a group of guys who just slammed, like, just smashed the chick, and then they just dogging them out just a minute later, like, I never work with that bitch again. You know, I, I'm not going to front, like, I have um, been in a situation where cameramen have tried me, or, like, I've taken a shoot, and they're like, well, you know, you can get your pictures faster if you do this. Like, I'm not that chick. I'm definitely not that chick. You're not going to persuade me to do something like that. That's just not something I'm into. Um, no cameraman that I have ever worked with can say that they've been with me, ever. Um, right, that's, that's one mistake I have not made and I will not make. All right, that's what's up. Well, uh, you know, let's get to the portion of this show. Before we do that, before I get to the child missing tonight, um, tell the people once again uh, where can they find you, uh, you know, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram, all your handles there where they can locate you or locate your work. Uh, every nook and cranny, go ahead and shoot. Everything is the same. Model Mayhem, Key to Model, Facebook, Key to Model, um, Twitter, Key to Model, <laughs> Instagram, Key to Model. That's K-E-Y-D-A-M-O-D-E-L. You can actually go to ARSAtlanta.com, and um, you can read my blogs and stuff there. And you can actually tune in with me Monday through Friday between 2 and 6. All right, that's up. That's what's up. Now, we're going to go into the chiming section tonight. When I say this is the chiming section, uh, this is the segment of the show where I have the guests uh, to chime in on the topic of the night uh, that I was speaking on or anything else I was speaking on and get their views and their opinions. 
because you're not just trying to be entertaining. You also uh, have a mind and a voice of your own. So uh, I don't know how much of the show did you hear. Uh, did you hear the topic? I did. You were speaking about Easter and the true meaning of Easter and the bunnies and everything. Yeah, so uh, what's your viewpoints on that? I know you said things that you didn't know about. Uh, what's your views on that? Um, I'm not gonna front with you. Like, I had no idea about none of that. Like, I've heard, like, I know of some of the stories that you were speaking of. Like, um, I'm a very religious person. I'm not a, uh, a devil worshiper or, uh, I'm not somebody that does rituals or none of that. Um, I, but I do celebrate Easter. But to me, it's, I, I do, my kids know, um, they know the meaning of Easter. They know about resurrections and Jesus and all of that. Like, I talk to them all of that. But at the end of the day, it's just fun for me. Like, it's just fun for me and my kids. It's just something we do for fun. Um, I don't really take it, I guess, as serious as some people may. But, I mean, I did learn something new listening to you. But I just, I don't know. I guess it's something that I would have to look into and research more on and, you know, but for right now, it's just fun for me. Is I don't look at it as anything different. It's just something fun to do with the family, and I. Uh, you know, that's, 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 that's like the, you know what I'm saying. That's the, uh, yeah, just like everybody else. You know, even, even I myself, you know, I thought of it as being fun. And you know, you find out when the father show the truth about things that, well, you know, it's not fun. You know, to piss them off, and then you wonder why certain things happen to certain people. You also want to have the blessings of God on your family. You don't want to end up with. Losing one of your kids before their time, or you leaving out of here before your time, or, or, or uh, what they call uh, diseases coming on you because you're under the curse. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, God, He kind of winks at ignorance. But once somebody puts you to the truth, put you on, it's time to start uh, researching that and uh, kind of giving second right. thoughts to maybe, maybe buying your kids them chocolate bunnies and them eggs because you, you kind of want them to be around here for a while. You feel me? Yeah, I don't know about no chocolate bun- bunnies, but, um, well, bun- I mean. Bunnies in general, <laughs> eggs and bunnies is a no-no, kid. You know what I'm saying? I feel you, no and way. I heard what you said. I was listening. It's, it's, I, heard, I heard what you saying. I was listening. Like, I was paying attention, and it is something that I do plan on looking into. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just like old habits, you know, they kind of stick with you. It's something that I'm doing. My with my yeah. family, you know what I'm saying. But at the end of the day, it's like um, everybody has their beliefs. I don't, I don't. Now that I know, of course, I'm gonna look into it. But you know, I'm not gonna pray and be like, oh yeah, that's I all it takes. That's all it. That's all it right. takes. Now, now you know, you heard, you look into it, and that's all it takes. Now you heard, now you start, now you look into it. You know what I'm saying? And, and the rest of fall into place. But let me ask you this: Did you right. hear uh, that's so righteous? Did you hear any of the? Uh, uh, the thing about uh, the uh, Madonna lied on uh, Tupac, and uh, the other thing about that so righteous uh, to talk about the uh, the blood moon. Did you hear the, any of those topics? I know about the blood moon. I know about all the um, the stuff. With I mean, that's stuff that I actually looked into on my own, and I actually go online and I look up stuff like this. This is something that I do. Um, I tell my family about it. This is something that I actually do. I look into stuff like that. I know about the. I don't know how true it is, but I, I've, I've read about the Illuminati and all the worshiping and homosexuality and all this other stuff. I, I heard. I know about the stuff that you're speaking of, but it's like. Okay, let me ask you this before you go ahead. What's your views on the Madonna Tupac situation? Did you hear about that? I didn't hear about the Madonna Tupac situation. Well, how Madonna now wants to come out now, uh, older she is now, and, and say that she used to uh, the date Tupac, uh, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day, uh, which was a blatant lie. You're lying on a man what? who's been dead for 20 years. You know, and, and uh, do, do you think the Madonna, hold on, she said this on Howard Stern uh, last week. And do you think that Madonna will say and do anything to stay relevant? Uh, do you think it is uh, she's past her time? She's just be a grandmother and uh, just bow out gracefully or continue to be with the shenanigans of twerking on stage and showing her ass cheek and kissing on girls and stuff like that? What do you think about that? To be honest, when it comes to Madonna, like, to me, she really don't have to do any of that to be relevant because she's, to, right. in my right. eyes, I feel like she's always going to be right. relevant. Right. 
it's just certain people that's been out for so long, no matter what, they're always going to be relevant. They come out and perform today, everybody's going to go crazy for them. And she, to me, is just one of those people. Um, I don't know if she's lying. Pac's not here to defend himself. I've never heard of anything about it. I've never seen any pictures. I've never seen any proof. To be honest, it's not nothing. The way, you know, from what I know, it's not like I knew him personally, but from what I know of the things I've read, the documentaries the documentaries that I've seen, I don't find that to, to even sound truthful, uh, him dating her. It just doesn't so seem even, like uh, even, was, even Well, even on the Howard Stern show, when she came out with that, even he was shocked. And uh, Howard Stern's been around for a long time, and his co-host Robert, even Howard Stern uh, kind of had to uh, raise his eyebrows, like, you know, are you serious? You know, and, uh, you know, it's kind of like the uh, the downfall of a legend, man. I mean, somebody like Madonna, like you say, she doesn't have to do these things uh, to be relevant, but it's kind of like you're tarnishing your, your, your iconery. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like it's kind of like Jordan, man. You know, sometimes you stay past your prime, you know, you know what I'm saying? Go out gracefully, kid. You know, don't go out shamefully. And I understand what you say, and that's true. But maybe she feel like maybe she feel threatened by something. Maybe um, she feel like the females coming up behind us feeling her shine. I'm not sure what it is, but me personally, I don't find that truthful. I don't. That doesn't sound truthful to me. I don't think that that's something that really happened. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, uh, like I said, I'm somebody, like I said, uh, as far as Pac, man, you know, follow the man's career, so you know, the documentary, just like you have. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that he has mentioned about Madonna is a documentary called Resurrection, and this was about 10 years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. I said this on there, so righteous. He mentioned that um, when he was in prison uh, for the 1994 rape, uh, he was convicted of rape and sent to Rikers. Uh, that he got mm-hmm. a lot of letters from celebrities that he never even met. Tony Danza from Who's the Boss. Uh, a couple of people had wrote him. Uh, and Madonna had called the, the warden there and said that she wanted to come and visit him. And uh, the warden then uh, made a big stink about it and told Pac, well, hey, man, Madonna talking about coming to see you. You need to take an extra shower. And Pac was like, wow, man, you know, that's how much power that Madonna had that, you know, even the warden made me have to take an extra shower just in case she come. And But to make a long story short, Madonna never came to see him in the prison. Uh, the only and Pac was very Pac was very adamant about the women that he reached out to, uh, as far as our relationship was. I believe he reached out to Janet Jackson after poetic justice. He was kind of feeling Janet Jackson a little bit. He felt they had chemistry. Uh, Janet gave him the number, and Pac said this in the uh, news reports and even on the documentary that uh, Janet Jackson gave him the number when he called the number was disconnected. So uh, Pac was kind of pissed about that. Uh, Janet Jackson talked about well maybe she changed the number and didn't forgot about it. Well that was a lie, and. Pac was adamant about most of the women in the industry that he reached out to on a romantic level kind of snubbed him. You understand what I'm saying? Even uh, Lila, Lila Rashad uh, on the movie of Gang Related, she didn't want to. She didn't even want to be on the set when Pac was doing his scenes because of the uh, the negative publicity and the negativity surrounding the man. So I mean, for Madonna to say that it was kind of a low blow. Uh, you want to lie on a man who's been dead for 20 years. And one of my, uh, you know, saying I want, I don't want to say either, but one of my, to me, uh, the greatest rapper and actor of all time. You know, I would take that shit personally. You know what I mean? And that's that's true. I mean, maybe she feel like maybe for some, maybe she had a crush on him or something, and she just feel like this is gonna big her up. I'm not sure. Maybe in her mind they weren't dating. You never know. But I just don't see it happening. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely not. But uh, check this out, Kia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you have time, uh, I'm about to go into the praise break. And after the praise break, uh, I do my final thoughts for the night. That's the final section uh, where I talk about the final thoughts of the show. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's a chance. If you want to kick some final shout-outs, you could do that. Uh, but if you if you don't have time, if you have to go, then, uh, you know you know what I'm saying? You you know, we, we thank you for being on. But uh, if you feel like sticking around, you could do that. You think you want to stick around for final thoughts? Um, yeah, I can do that. That's fine. All right, we're, all right, no doubt. We're gonna go into the praise break after the praise break. We'll be back with final thoughts and we're about to get up out of here. This is Righteous Host Radio with the King and Key Tomato. We'll be right back. Purify me, purify me, create in me a clean heart, 
Radio, Righteous Hustle Radio with the King of Wilbeck. That was the place where, you know what I'm saying, clean your heart by Donnie McClurkin. Uh, definitely had, you know, clean some devils out there, you know what I'm saying, fight against some evil spirits, you know what I'm saying, you know, shoot these AK-47 choppers and praise on them, you know what I mean? But uh, this is the finals for six on the night. Uh, Key, you still with us? I'm still here. All right, that's what's up. Uh, the final thoughts section, man, my final thoughts on the night, man. Uh, appreciate Key, the model, for checking in with us, man. Uh, she seems to definitely uh, know where she's going. Uh, she seems to have her head on straight. Uh, she seems like she's determined not to uh, get involved with uh, some of the trickery and, you know, things that go on in this model industry uh, for people to try to make their dreams come true. Uh, she touched on some good topics. She touched on some good things about getting her education. And uh, she's definitely a you know, former soldier. She shouts out for that, for for her service. Um, just to recap the show, man, um, Easter, or it's called Ishtar. Don't worship it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you pretty much heard it. You know, it's, it's a pagan holiday. It's a demonic holiday. They worship the – it's not called Easter. It's called Ishtar. Uh practice of rolling Easter eggs or fertility for women to get pregnant and uh, the Easter rabbit itself was about the sexual aspect of it. What it was, people would uh, gather around and they would have orgies and be fucking uh, trying to get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And they roll their eggs as a sign of fertility. Uh, So to give your kids Easter eggs and to be at an Easter egg hunt at a church rolling Easter eggs, you're pretty much slapping the father in the face. And then you wonder why the curse is following you around. Uh, You know, what else I want to cover here in our final thoughts are sports. Uh, baseball is back. Yes, the Braves are back in action tomorrow in Miami against the uh, Miami Marlins. Uh, definitely glad about that. The boys of summer are back in full swing. Uh, GoFundMe. Yes, this is season seven. And season seven, Righteous Hustle is launching the GoFundMe campaign. Now, of course, broadcasting and telling you guys the truth, you know what I'm saying? I love doing it, but it's also a cost involved with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Any donation counts. Any amount counts. Support the broadcast. If you like Righteous Hustle, if you feel like the show's been a blessing to you, if you feel like it's opened your eyes or helped you get some exposure, hey, go to GoFundMe.com slash Righteous Hustle and make a donation of any amount. That's GoFundMe.com slash Righteous Hustle and make a donation of any amount. Nowhere are we begging for funds here. Because the broadcast will be paid for out of my pocket. But I need the support of the community, this thing going further. And what would the funds be used for? You definitely want to know what they're going to be used for. For a stronger marketing campaign, to put ads in the paper. I already have an ad run, but to put ads in the, uh, the you know, area newspapers like the AJC. These ads cost money. Uh, to buy broadcast time, broadcast time costs. So, folks, make a donation. GoFundMe.com/RighteousHustle. And once again, uh, Key, what's your final thoughts on the night? I'm just listening to you basically my final thoughts for tonight. I guess this just to keep an open mind. Um, I'm definitely gonna look into the things that you're um you speaking on and hopefully hopefully before it's too late <laughs> I have enough information so I can go ahead and make me some changes and um I just wanna say um thank you for having me on the show. I wanna give a shout out to P. Weezy Wells at ARS Atlanta. Um Evan uh Jones from ARS Atlanta um, the Grace Imagery Money Designs, who is my manager, his name is Michael Ojeda. And um I want everybody to if they, if you can go to Instagram and follow Addictive Magazine. Um and uh go make sure y'all like my page on Facebook at Keto Model K E Y D A M O D E L. No doubt, you know what I'm saying? You heard it from you heard it first from uh Key herself. And like I said, uh I'll be back here next week, the same day. Same time, Sunday nights at 9 p.m. If you don't know, it's a new season, it's a new day, and it's a new time. No more Friday nights, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Here on this great blog talk network. Uh, let me see if any other housekeeping I wanted to bring bring past before I get up off the air. Uh, it's kind of slipping my mind right now. Oh, yeah, next week we'll have another uh, independent artist out of Houston, Texas. It's Rap Cat. Uh, he definitely got some fire for you. Uh, I'll be giving you more information about him as the week goes on. But listen here, every day, and I mean every day is a good day, even with trouble. You know why? Because Jesus, Yeshua, he is the living word. This has been fun, y'all. This is Righteous Radio with the King and with Key Tomato. I'm out of here. See you next week. Good night. Tell him good night, Key. Good night, y'all. Bye. That's the shit I'm talking about, though. Like, you change stuff. You don't even fucking link nobody no more.
just dash me away like a chatty. Yo, you cheese me, dog. Like my vision being bigger than a bigger picture Crazy how you gotta wait until it's dark out to see who really with you Crazy how even when it miss you, shit'll come back around and get you Crazy like all my niggas Crazy like all my niggas Remember I deleted all my other girls' numbers out the phone for you Remember when you had to take the bar exam, I drove in the snow for you Yeah, you probably don't remember half the shit a nigga did for you Yeah, you ain't really fuck with me way back then, but how about now? Cause I'm up right now And you suck right now Oh, you thought you had it all figured out back then But how about now Cause I'm up right now And you suck right now Yeah, you thought the little effort that you put in was enough Girl, how about now Yeah Girl, how about now How about now, girl What about now, girl How about now Always been daddy's little angel I bought your dad a bunch of shit for Christmas He ain't even say thank you I had no money left from acting I was focused on the music I used to always try and burn your CDs And my new shit You be like, who's this? I be like, me, girl You be like, oh, word, true shit Then ask if we could listen to Ludacris Them car rides made me feel like I was losing it Yeah, made me feel like I ain't have it like that I was average like that Started drinking way more than I used to People form habits like that, girl yeah, man enough to tell you I was hurt that year I'm not even Christian, I still went to church that year Guess I just had to pretend that year I ain't even see my friends that year Places that I should have been You ain't really fuck with me way back then But how about now? Cause I'm up right now And you suck right now Oh, you thought you had it all figured out back then Girl, how about now? Cause I'm up right now And you suck right now Yeah you thought the little effort that you put in was enough, girl. How about now? Yeah. Girl, how about now? How about now, girl? What about now, girl? How about now? <laughs> <laughs> 